Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. No, I can't tell you if Republicans are going to win the House. No, I can't tell you if Republicans are going to win the Senate. I can't tell you that. What I can tell you is that you're going to need to change some leadership. Kevin McCarthy doesn't get to be Speaker. Tom Emmer, he doesn't get leadership. You were there to get people elected, and you didn't get it done. How in this setting, in this situation, in this world, could you not get it done? Misunderstanding of the voter? Well, maybe we all did. They really were focused on the threat to democracy and abortion? No. Considering that Republicans would win the popular vote if we worried about such a thing, well, ever. I mean, that's just... That's just clear. So what happened? It was candidate quality, Tony. Candidate quality was the issue. Well, if you want to argue candidate quality, you're more than welcome to. But you'd also have to argue that John Fetterman was a quality candidate. That's not true. That's not factual. You can argue that he connected with people better than Dr. Oz. They considered him a fraud. It never went away. He was a bad candidate. Well, you see, that's all Trump's fault. Well, a lot of things are Trump's fault, just so we understand each other. And uh, today, uh, Trump went out of his mind. Trump went out of his head. I will get into it. And it might be a moment where some people decide, I don't listen to Tony Katz anymore. I can't tell you how well I'm going to sleep tonight. Because if an honest assessment of the situation means someone can't listen to me, well, then that's the way that goes. That's the way that is. And we should note that when it comes to Trump, whatever he has now decided to do, it doesn't connect, it doesn't reach. There will be some idol worshipers that will always follow him and they will follow him for whatever he does on November 15th with this announcement. Some people wondering if he's going to announce he's running for president as an independent, thus burning all those Republicans who were supporting him. Burning them because, after all, isn't that the plan? I will, I will dig into that. But we should take a look at uh, these House and Senate races. We should take a look at how far we are from knowing and the embarrassment that is Arizona and Nevada Because they cannot count. We won't know these states until Monday. That's embarrassing. That is shameful. That is despicable. It is low class. It is low rent. It is nuts. And we should also be clear that if you don't understand the damage done by not having this... uh, Counted in time? If you don't understand the damage, you are delusional. You're on the political left and you're going to say, what, they're counting, it'll take time, these things take time. No, they don't take this much time. Only when you're an incompetent fool does it take this much time. Why are you defending the indefensible? 
Why are you defending what cannot be defended? Well, that's what happens when you are all about the ideology. You're such a Democrat through and through, you can't for a second, for a moment, think rationally if you don't understand that taking this long to count the vote does tremendous damage to people's feeling that we can trust the system, you're out of your head. Dan McLaughlin, he is over there at National Review, putting out on Twitter, if you think taking a week to count votes isn't corrosive to trust in democracy, you're so far in denial you may have reached the headwaters. That is an absolutely accurate, perfect assessment. Say it again. You're on the political left. You think this is normal. You hate the country. Yet you're okay with cheating. You hate the country and you're okay with cheating. I don't know why you are, but clearly you are. It's not debatable. And you pick the street corner. I'll tell you to your damn face. This week, I have called out Democrats and Republicans for things that I think are maddening. And if they have a problem with it, my God, they know where to find me. And we will discuss it out. When I say I'll tell you to your damn face, what, you, you think that's going to be a fight? It means I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not a guy who talks on radio and won't say the same thing when you see me on the street. You agree, you disagree, you do it rationally. You don't agree or disagree with then some kind of violence. Everyone should know how to control themselves. But if you're okay with taking a week to count ballots in Arizona, you're okay with fraud, and you have you have a willingness to look the other way at the damage it does, it does tremendous damage. It is incredible. So we take a look at the House. Right now, Republicans have 211 seats. You need 218 to control the House. I have spoken to quite a few people who question, first, the possibility that they'll control the House. It's possible that it might not happen. After all this, it's possible that it might not happen. Then there is the conversation of, let's say, they control by what numbers. Some people are thinking it'll be under 225. So let's call it 224 just for the sake of a conversation. So you have control of the House by six seats. Kevin McCarthy is not allowed to be Speaker of the House. You cannot fail that greatly and still get to be in charge. And Rona McDaniel, chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, has to go because it's been three elections and she hasn't brought victory. You had your chances. You were the head coach for six years. You're Frank Reich of the Colts. You didn't have the winning record, well, slight winning record. You didn't bring enough victories. You didn't bring us to the promised land. Sorry, you gotta go. Well, Tony, the problem is, is that it was Trump this and Trump the look, 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 look. You tell me how you had a different starting quarterback every year for five years. You know what? I want to go to the playoffs. And you could have gone to the playoffs last year. You couldn't beat the freaking Jaguars. So don't tell me 
about your different starting quarterback every year. That's life in the NFL. We all don't get Tom Brady. We all don't get a multi-year run of Peyton Manning. Sometimes you got to work with the slop. So, work. But when you don't bring a result, thank you very much. We will remember you. You'll always be a part of the shoe. That's what they say. That's what Colts people say. Part of the shoe. It's for the shoe, right? Because it's a horseshoe on the side of the helmet. I always thought that was just, just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound inspired for the shoe. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it works for other people. It just never really worked for me. Neither here nor there. Ronald McDaniel's got to go. Not interested in, in, in what she thinks. I'm interested in winning. I'm, I don't know about you, but I have zero interest in personalities. I have an interest in winning. And I'll win with people who have crap personalities. I mean real garbage. If they can win and get the policies I want done, done. Somebody had sent me a, uh, a, a, a video. Um, and, and, and the video... Well, not, not, not yet, Ryan. Hold up, hold up. The video is of Milton Friedman, the economist, talking about why it's not necessary to throw the bums out. Listen. We need to change Congress to get off the treadmill. No, we don't need to change Congress. Excuse me. You know, people have a great misunderstanding about this. People in Congress are in a business... They're trying to buy votes. They're in the business of competing with one another to get elected. The same congressman will vote for a different thing if he thinks that's politically profitable. You don't have to change Congress. People have a great misconception in this way. They think the way you solve things is by electing the right people. It's nice to elect the right people, but that isn't the way you solve things. The way you solve things is by making it politically profitable for the wrong people to do the right things. <laughs> and that's why Milton Friedman is so revered. It isn't because necessarily he was a better economist than others. He could just say it better than the rest in a very human, in a very connecting, in a very genteel way that was disarming and you didn't find an attack on your own person. I have discussed this differently, not having known that, that uh, he had uh, gone through that conversation. I had discussed it in, in the following way, the idea of, do you know the difference between a thermometer and a thermostat? Which was a conversation, a question that was once asked to me as I was applying for a job as a restaurant manager, and I didn't know the difference. I mean, in that interview, I got my butt kicked. They hired me anyway. <laughs> I showed them. A thermometer measures temperature. A thermostat sets temperature. Politicians are thermometers. We are the thermostat. We raise the temperature or lessen the temperature. So when you take a look at election results, say, in Pennsylvania... Don't tell me about candidate quality. It's very obvious that John Fetterman is not a quality candidate. And when I see MSNBC actually talking about him as a presidential candidate, 
I mean, you could just laugh out freaking loud. It is pathetic and embarrassing. These people are crazy. Certifiable. But he won because they actually thought he was more connected to them than Dr. Oz. That's why he won. He didn't win because he was some kind of great speaker. In English, please. He won because out there in Western Pennsylvania, they thought that Dr. Oz was fake. And that's the ball game. Proving that all politics are local. Yes, crime. Yes, inflation. Those things are and were and will remain on the ballot. Doesn't matter what people say. It's just some kind of Republican talking point. That's just ignorance. And people should be called ignorant. Too bad no one ever says it to Sonny Hostin on The View, but she is. I'm going to start saying so in every TV spot I do. By the way, I'm scheduled on Fox News Saturday night, so you might want to check that out with Lawrence Jones. It's just ignorant to say that inflation doesn't matter. Of course it matters. Don't be ridiculously daft. But also don't fail to recognize that clearly in today's world some other things matter. The pressure that gets put on and applied matters greatly. What Milton Friedman is talking about here is exactly that pressure. You have to make it problematic or make it valuable. Now, some people you may very well have to throw out. Some people you may very well have to throw out. I don't mind his pragmatic approach. It doesn't mean that there aren't moments where you got to throw somebody out. There's a lot to learn from this election, a lot to learn from this election. And again, it's not all bad for Republicans to say that is so silly, so embarrassingly silly. It's to only play in the shallow margins where you could see things on Twitter. And there are a lot of guys on Twitter with millions of followers who never once go deep. They don't even damn well know how. They don't know how. Whether they jumped on the Trump train early or whatever it is they did and got their followings, it's never been deep. It's never been thoughtful. It has never asked the question. It's never forced you to ask the question. Those things are pretty damn necessary. So will the Republicans take the House? I don't know. Will they take the Senate? I don't know. You have the runoff in Georgia between Herschel Walker and the Senator Raphael Warnock on December 6th. I know this. I'm done with polling. It's going to take me a long time to understand what I saw. I looked at amalgams. I looked at large groupings. And even that, so off base. I'll stick with my gut. I will stick with theory and I will stick with philosophy. I will stick with what I've studied. I won't pay. I won't play in the new age voodoo, man. I'm telling you, I'm angry that I got it wrong for you. That's not why you talk to me. You talk to me because my job is to go through the stuff, to have an understanding of the stuff. My job is not to provide any level of false hope. Credibility is on the line every damn day. Knowing that I didn't bring it for you bothers me. It truly does.
I don't then go into, well, maybe just I'll scream louder. I go into actually fixing the thing. Republicans have to fix the thing. Democrats, they don't actually believe anything is broken. That's what makes them so beatable. It's only little changes to great results. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Russia's war only enhances the urgency of the need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. True energy security means every nation, means that every nation is benefiting from clean, diversified energy future. No action, no action can be taken without a nation understanding that it can use energy as a weapon and hold the global economy hostage. It must stop. So this gathering must be the moment to recommit our future and our shared capacity to write a better story for the world. That's Joe Biden. He's uh, at a U.N. climate conference and he's going to do some other uh, traveling uh, across the globe. Russia's war only enhances the urgency of the need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. Yeah, when oil became too expensive, uh, European nations and other countries went to coal. They don't go cleaner because cleaner is too expensive. And your delusions, President Biden, of solar and wind are just that because they don't work. They don't work. That's all there is to it. Nothing more, nothing less. One day they might. I'm fine with that. Give me hydrogen. Give me nuclear. Cool with that, too. But today, we need oil. And to prevent oil from coming out of the United States is just irresponsible. That's all it is. But that's exactly who Joe Biden is. Who, by the way, isn't going to change anything. He thinks he's got the right message. He's convinced he has a mandate. Convinced of it. Will he run in 2024? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. You want to talk 2024? Should we do the Trump stuff now? All right. I will share with you the latest from Trump, and then we'll put this story to bed. This is Tony Katz today. Is Trump planning to run for president as an independent to stick it to Republicans? Is that why he's going after Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin? Are people defending him? Are there really that many idolaters out there? Let us... Oh, God, I wish it was the last, but you know it's not. I'm just kidding myself on that one. Tony Katz! Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. Let's hear it. You with Trump, you think Trump's out of his head? What's your plan? Let me break it down for you. It starts with this idea that he's going to announce. Donald Trump is going to announce a run 
and it's going to happen on November 15th or something like that. He's, he's announcing that he's running. But some people, they, they, they're like, whoa, 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 hold up on that. Hold up on that. Because he made this announcement that he was going to announce before the midterms, which didn't work out as well as Republicans would have liked. They may still lose the House. They may lose the Senate. I don't know. But one of the things you've got is a runoff. You have a runoff in Georgia. You have Herschel Walker versus Raphael Warnock, of course. Herschel Walker, somebody uh, Trump has uh, backed and backed aggressively. And people are like, why don't you wait until after the, the Raphael Warnock, Herschel Walker runoff before making an announcement? Focus. Do, do it for the team. Well, there's nothing that says he's going to do that. Brian Kilmeade over there on Fox News. President Biden is running. And I don't see anyone out there. We, I could name, and we've done this on radio, 12 people, talented people on the right that could run for president in the prime of their careers, uh, from Ron DeSantis to Mike Pompeo to the vice president of the United States to, to Governor Christy Nome to Governor Nikki Haley. I can't do that on the left. So that's how we got the job in the first place. There was no alternative. Now, with President Trump, I would think the first, the first thing I, indication I would look for to see if he was serious about being savvy and being and recalibrating is if he puts off his announcement Monday. If he puts off his announcement Monday, it's putting team first. If he takes his announcement Monday, that'll show that it's so Trump-centric, it's going to be playing to the DeSantis or broad scope, uh, the big jungle primary. Maybe. Maybe if he delays, it'll show that he is uh, about uh, the party, about the people that he endorsed, about the team. Maybe. There is nothing that shows that he is waiting. He, earlier this week, after the Ron DeSantis victory in, in Florida, the trouncing DeSantis put on Chris, uh, not Chris Christie, um, Charlie Crist, Trump once again went, went after him. He'd already referred to him as Ron DeSanctimonious. But Trump went, went after him talking about, is anybody going to notice that I uh, I just got, uh, I had more votes than Ron DeSantis? I beat him by a million votes. He's comparing a midterm election to a presidential election. That's the weirdest thing in the world. The weirdest thing in the world. And it's 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 low. It's low and it's weird and it's wholly unnecessary. Why in the world would you even think of doing such a thing? Because he's Trump and he needs to be the story. And it needs to be all about him at all times. So Black Lives All times and in all places, it needs to be about him. That's who Trump is. That hasn't changed. And we are not surprised by this. We know exactly who we are dealing with. It, 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 there, there is not a single bit of shock going on in our lives. But certainly you could have been surprised when he put out a statement, an email, to supporters saying News Corp, which is Fox, the Wall Street Journal, and the no longer great New York Post, is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious. 
an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state but did, unlike other Republican governors, whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID, and who has the advantage of sunshine where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. That was his opening salvo. A absolutely misguided attack of nonsense points on Ron DeSantis, including the hit on the New York Post. Oh, they didn't like the he didn't like the headline, the cover they did just the other day. What about the uh, the Hunter Biden story? Uh, they, they they great for that. They great for that. He then goes on to say that Ron DeSantis came to him and begged for his help. Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing a landslide to a very good agriculture commissioner, Adam Putnam, who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money, but he said that if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. You want to take credit for, for Ron DeSantis? Knock yourself out. Doesn't move anybody. This is as ridiculous of an email, ridiculous of a statement, because one has to ask, who are you grabbing from this? Or are you just giving your people talking points? By the way, who are those people? There's a question to be asked about who those people are. Are they still there in the numbers you think they are? When you go after a guy who turned Florida red, not you, him. Maybe you helped. Maybe you were a part of it. But are you going to deny what a force Ron DeSantis has been in Florida? Well, of course you are because you're afraid. Explain the email. It's not savvy. It's not smart. It's not sophisticated. It's highly emotional and incredibly irrational. You don't call that fear? No, Tony, I call that standard Trump. Then you weren't surprised by it. But even those of us who are not surprised by what Trump is or who Trump is, this is weird. But it gets weirder. It gets weirder when he goes to Truth Social and decides to go after Glenn Youngkin. Who is he? What Glenn Youngkin, the governor of... Uh, of Virginia? Yeah, that Glenn Youngkin. And he writes, Youngkin in Virginia couldn't have won without me. I endorsed him, did a very big Trump rally for him telephonically, got MAGA to vote for him, or he couldn't have come close to winning. But he knows that and admits it. Besides, having a hard time with the Dems in Virginia, but he'll get it done. Um, I left something out. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the rally that Trump did for him was by phone. No one knew about it because it was invite only. And Yunkin, according to sources, didn't want it and disavowed it. He wanted nothing to do with Trump. That's one of the reasons he won. That was a huge story. He won without Trump. 
because he was listening to the voters and focused on parents having rights in schools. So Trump is taking credit for something that did not move the needle at all. At all. But I missed, I, I didn't share something. Because he doesn't just start with Yunkin in Virginia. He goes, Yunkin. Now, it's spelled Y-O-U-N-G-K-I-N. Yunkin. But Trump puts it as two words. Young, with a capital Y, and Kin, with a capital K. And then in parentheses says, now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? Get it, you nit! What the hell are you doing? Young Kin? Now that's an interesting take. Sounds Chinese, doesn't it? I'm, I'm supposed to take this seriously? This is some type of smart political approach to getting people to vote for you and, and not for DeSantis or Glenn Youngkin, who nobody's talking about as a presidential candidate. What are you talking about here? Dear Lord, Donald, what the hell are you doing? King fries it done, king fries it done, king fries it done, king fries it done. I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run. I work at Burger King making flamboy whoppers. I wear paper hats. Out of control. It's out of control. The amount of people today saying, okay, I'm done here. I'm done, thank you. Thank you very much. This was this was enjoyable. We appreciate what you did for the country, but now we're going to move on to some somebody else. And you are not surprised by this. Why? Because we've been talking about this for years. We don't do idol worship. Trump is a guy to do the job we need done. If he can't do the job, we'll get somebody else. It's just that simple. I'll let other people be in lust with the man. Engage their masturbatory fantasies about him. Knock yourself out. Not me. I just need somebody who will do the job I need done. That's all I'm interested in. And I think that's all you're interested in. But the question before us is, whom is out there? Is it whom? Who? Who are the people out there who are like, oh, this is smart strategy? I want to know. This is smart strategy from Trump? No. This is sad. This is sad. It is weak and it is feeble. But I'll ask. I'll ask what your thoughts are on Trump. I'm, I'm more than willing to do it. I, I'd be overjoyed. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Let me go to Kent. Kent, welcome to the show. What's going on, Kent? Hey, thanks for having me. I got my opinion on why Trump's doing what he's doing. I I think that he's pushing his people away so they will support DeSantis. And basically he's running as a distraction so that the Democrats, whenever DeSantis does decide to run, the Democrats don't uh, rally towards him and destroy him. It'll, he'll be dis- Trump will be distracting all that. Um, okay, uh, I appreciate the call, but there's absolutely no way you are correct on this because this is to give Trump credit for being somebody who's a team player. And that's just that's just not the way it works. That's not who he is. It, it, you're, you're, I would love 
if your argument was accurate. But for that argument to be accurate, Trump would be ha- would have to be willing to, A, not run for re-election in an election he feels was stolen from him. And then he would have to be willing to give up reputation that he believes is more important than anything else. I can't go along with your thesis. I can't go along with your thesis. Can I go to line two? Can I do it there, Ryan? All right, let me go to Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. What's going on, Joe? Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. What's the story? Well, I, you know, I've been listening to this stuff for the last few days. Right. And I've always, always loved Trump. And I can tell you right now two problems. Number one, the biggest reason he's throwing a fit, he's bashing DeSantis, he likes DeSantis. Problem is, all the media on the right, including you, like DeSantis so much now, he's like the new guy, and that is seriously ticking him off. And I can understand that because, you know, he was the guy that was supposed to run again. Trump has done a ton for this country. If it wasn't for Trump, Florida wouldn't even be red. Trump is the reason it's red. So as a voter who was a Democrat for 40 years right, and I switched parties because of the arguing and everything on that side because everybody started going too far left, I am begging, Tony, I know you know a lot of people, I am begging somebody to put this word out. This arguing has to stop. Oh, I, I, re- I, I couldn't tell you. How much I I, I uh, uh, disagree with that point of view. Why well, does why does the argument have to stop? No 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 no. It has to stop the fighting. With why is everybody raising up DeSantis? We don't even know if he's going to run. And second of all, two weeks ago Trump was the darling. Still, no, he wasn't. Hold on. Hold on. Just so we're clear, no, he wasn't. There's been long builds for DeSantis. There's support out there for Pompeo, support out there for Abbott. But, of course, DeSantis is the biggest name uh, in, in, in the room. DeSantis, um, DeSantis won't beat Trump. Sorry. You, you, you're, you're basing that on what? Hold on, Joe. You're basing that on what? There's just no way. Okay. That's not science nor math. Okay, well, we'll see when it happens. But I will tell you right now, he will not beat Trump because Trump is good all over the country, not just Florida. Okay. Uh, I don't, I I do not believe, and I appreciate the phone call very, very much. I do not believe that an emotional response is proof. Uh, Trump has done extremely well all across the country. We haven't seen yet what DeSantis will do. We don't know. And you never know, Trump might actually get the nomination. Certainly not if he runs as an independent. That would be a really weird thing. But to deny these two things going on, this attack on DeSantis and this attack on on Glenn Youngkin, well, that seems awkward to me. I don't think it could be denied as turning people off from Trump. They were already turned off from his candidate selection. They're like, all right, this is what we got to do. So they went about doing it. I mean, that's just reality. But saying there's just no way, well, that's not, that's not moving me or the needle. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.